2: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet.
0: Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
3: Talk back time
2: with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's 50 dollars Chemist Warehouse voucher. 800
1: one five zero eight eleven. Yes, uh, get on the line. oh800150811 and uh, win that chemist warehouse voucher. Uh, and uh, this morning we've got uh, a couple of guys lined up already. When you look in the dictionary, in years to come or the phrases in years to come, um, and you see the one, uh, the phrase that says the one that got away. I hope they don't have uh, Razor Robertson's name next to it. Um, but that, uh, looking like what he said yesterday, may well be on the cards. Uh, Jeff, the ref, good morning to you from the lovely Cromwell. Here yeah, you
0: know the old man flu, baby. I,
1: yeah. I had it last week, but, uh yeah, that's a bit of a bugger, isn't it? It is a bit um, of a bugger, actually. It just knocks you. I had the old uh, COVID test. I, I feared I might have the, the dreaded two lines, but I only got the one, so here we are. Yeah, oh, you'll get it. If you haven't
0: had it, you'll get it one day. So the, I, uh yeah, a bit of a bugger about Razor, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I'm a true Highlander fan, but but, I, but he's definitely the best coach in the country we've had for years. But, um, the thing I was going to bring up, though, was, did you, hear, did you listen to uh, Linda Bray talking to Ricardo yesterday?
1: No, I wasn't able to, actually, I was fast asleep, so I'll, I'll be checking that out on the podcast, which you can do here, of course, on SENZ.
0: Well, well, I've known Lyndon has obviously been a, a, a involved in refereeing for the, over the last 27 years, but he's a good bugger. You know, there's a lot of, actually, ex-top referees that are in CEO or management positions because they've got the man management skills and how to relate to people. And, you know, and, uh, and Lyndon, why don't you go and listen to it? You know, he, 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 he's well organised, he's Got he's innovative. And I actually asked Ricardo to ask him, would he take over if he was given the opportunity? Would he take over Robinson's position as CEO for New Zealand Rugby? And he said he wouldn't count it out. So, to me, it, it, he's the future as well as Razor. So, yeah, I, I hope we don't miss out on that opportunity. What's your thoughts on well, that? I right. think.
1: Well, uh, there are some great people involved in New Zealand rugby, um, more great people than not great people, and that is why rugby has been so strong over the years, But um, and a lot of that is volunteer work, as you well know, Jeff,, uh, you probably put a lot of volunteer time in yourself. Um, so m- my thoughts on that are, you know, I think you've got to be very careful when you're looking at pathways and who's likely to fill those pathways into any position in New Zealand rugby, just like any uh, position in business, you've got to have... A plan, uh, you know, a a handing over plan um, in the wings because, uh, you know, these people can get headhunted. People's con, I don't know what a contract's worth these days uh, in terms of its longevity. So many people have get out of jail clauses in their contracts now, um, as we've seen in the last two to three days. So, uh, Jeff, I wouldn't discount that either. Um, You know, progressive, very successful provincial rugby union in this country. Um, You know, so yeah, I, 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 I see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, um, but I yeah, kind of saw they hard for some of those top referees, you know, And like, uh, but he's probably one of the best. Of He makes you feel part of a team. He wants you to be involved in any uh, in of the decision-making when you, when he's refereeing, and where, where some of the other referees, top referees, um, don't want that, they want to be the man that they want to be number one on the paddock,
1: but you know, Linda's just a good, good bastard, you know, and uh, and you re- can just relate to people. Um, just, yeah, and that's important. That's important, mate. Okay, uh, thanks for your call, Jeff. Appreciate that. Sound like you're uh, halfway up Cardrona um, on the, you know, on the on the back of uh, uh, some deep breaths here. So I hope you're all good, man. Uh, Dean from Dunedin is uh, called in. Dino, um, here we go. What do you reckon? Yes, really,
2: I couldn't agree more with what um, the mate from Cromwell was going on about with Lyndon Breeze. He's one of those rainbow warriors too, but who cares? You know, he get out there, does a bloody good job, and he speaks really well. What I was talking to your producer about before is, it can only happen in New Zealand, mate. I'm bloody convinced of it. Like, the name Robinson is synonymous with one sport that's like a religion to me, and the other one's like an enigma. But it doesn't help that we've got two Robinsons we're getting really, really tired of. And we got one bugger that we all love to bits and he can't get it the job he wants. Like, where else on the planet would this happen?
1: I don't know, Dean. Um, but here's the thing for me, as I said in the sermon, um we've got to be very worried now because uh we all know what is uh you know, we we always thought, because we didn't know any different that Razor was dedicated to the cause and that cause was within New Zealand's shores. Um, and, you know, as record speaks for itself, you only have to go to Orange Theory Stadium and look up on the light pylons to see how successful his damn well been lately. So. Um, but now we learn um, on the back of uh, the straw that broke the camel's back, and I believe that was his great mate um, and colleague being seconded into the All Blacks and him not, um, uh, uh, he's finally broken. And, and uh, the thoughts that he's been harbouring, uh, he's uh, been made public, not through New Zealand avenues, actually, by an overseas podcast. So... Uh, very interesting, Dean, um, but uh, when he when he's open like that, and you know one of the things about Razor Robertson is what he says he means, so it's it's worrying time.
2: Well, it is, mate, but uh, I mean, I'm just... I'd like him to go to Ireland because I'd like them to win something because I, I don't think that they'll go as well as everyone thinks at the World Cup, to be brutally honest. So I think Ryan, in a 12 months time, will get that four-pack where it needs to be, and their backlines always going to be world-class. Whether we can beat France, beat South Africa, beat England, I'm not so sure, but even Australia, if you feel it, there's another classic Rennie. Like, how the hell does he let go? At the time, he was, well, he was better than Forrester as well, but it's it's happened forever. Like, the same thing happened in 2007. You've heard me half one about it. I would have booted the lot to touch, and then Gatlin buggers off, and Deans goes and does what he's doing, and they're all successful. Admittedly, we've won a couple of World Cups, but 2015, fair enough. 2011, extremely lucky. If Wilburton didn't do a tip-tap, well, I think Gatlin would have had his crowning glory there too. But I don't know, mate. Like, I want to support him. I just can't not support him. I'll chase the TAB where the money's good too, though, of course. But it's, it, it, it's only here. Like, I don't get it. I just I struggle big time with trying to work out... Like, these guys are elected members on the board. Like... Southland have got someone that goes and Canterbury got someone that goes and Otago have got someone that goes and Hawke's Bay have got someone that goes everyone's got Auckland probably got three guys that go but I don't understand it like and he's a Taranaki man too isn't he Robinson like who's pushing his buttons like why can't we ask him what did you see in Forster but now it's clear that wasn't there, and no disrespect to Plumtree, because I don't believe he was a selector through all this. He might have been for the last test, but the, well, the, the, sorry, the South African series. But that just makes it worse. They ask him who he'd like, and then they Roger him. Like, man, I'd love to have a beer with him. I, I like Plumtree. Like he showed his despair when he had his hand on his head after that Irish test. He, you could just see that he was so gutted as a as a Kiwi, and it's just. They're part of history. That's the hard part. Like, all those All Blacks that played that day will have a reunion one day. But the sad part of it is, they created history.
1: You know, Dean, there's an an interesting thing here um, for me. When you get picked to play uh, for your country, you want to play for the shirt or the jersey. That's what you've been seeking in your wardrobe or in your your locker, is that shirt with your name on it or your number on it. Um, Then, of course... You get used to that i mean you, you will absolutely every day you'll get up for that particular reason but it, it gets to the point where you sort of get used to that if you're a regular member of the side the next thing you have to do is be motivated um by the people leading you from above um, and that i think is uh, where the issue is at the moment zade um zade from auckland thanks dean zade from auckland good morning to you zade
2: uh, good morning um, watched a bit of the cricket
1: um, on
2: Spark, New Zealand versus Scotland. I just want to say, I think we've found an, another opener for the World Cup of T20. Finn Allen, 101, off about 50 rocks. Absolute sp- brute hitting. Um, and I think we've found another gem of New Zealand cricket. Just the depth of New Zealand cricket, we've never seen it before. It's just insane how much depth we've got. You know, Devin Conway he's not there. And then you find this kid like a Finallan who can just absolutely brute hit it. And you've also got him opening with Martin Guftal, who's New Zealand's pretty much best ever opener in world cricket. I mean, the best ever opener in T20 and one day world cricket, pretty much.
1: Mm. Yeah, totally agree with his aide. Here's the thing um, uh, it looks like uh, they're going to line up Daryl Mitchell to play in the middle order and be a closer. Uh, and I, I don't mind that, which means they have to find and someone then at the top of the And even Jimmy Neesham, 30 off nine. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah, Jimmy Neesham. Jimmy Neesham, yeah. Uh, can we just temper it a wee bit, though, Zay? Can we just, just temper it a wee bit? And apologies all, yeah. to uh, all you lovely Scottish yeah. people out there, but at the end of the day, mate, it's Scotland. It's Scotland. Oh, nice. Let's see how they go um, against the West Indies. Again, Let's see how yeah, they front yeah. up against Australia and Darwin and the one-day internationals. And uh, we might just get a, a bit of a level of the Zay. But I appreciate your enthusiasm. You can only score against who you're up against. You're dead, right? Uh, and a 101 uh, and a T20 international, uh, albeit against Scotland, uh, is a very good performance. So, yeah, Gary Stead's over there. He's the boss of um, pretty much everything going on on the playing side of New Zealand Cricket, and along with Gavin Larson, they've been, uh, they've been trying to get this guy through for now, and he's been on the on the fringes for quite a while. Mike Hesson talks very fondly about him, so it looks as if uh, we've got a, a little sniff of him uh, finding uh, how he's uh, feeling at, at that level. But as I say, this is just temporary, but it is Scotland. Joe, g'day, Joe. Joe from Gizzy. How are you, mate? I'm
3: oh, very well, Smithy, Good to hear that you're uh, back on your feet, mate. Hey, um, just, just looking through and watching the whole fiasco from us losing the series and now everybody wanting Fozzie's head uh, and, and, and everyone praising Robertson. Listen, I think uh, you need to step uh, above that and just kind of find how poor Mark Robertson has run uh, into ZRFU since he's come in. Right? There's been huge issues in the female game where we had uh, mental health issues which, which were publicly aired on the, on the socials and then it took them a long time to clean that up and change the culture and, and, and I still don't think they've done that um, when, you, when you look at the team makeup and the coaching makeup and then we come again here, we're in trouble and Fozzie admitted it to everybody Smithy that he wasn't a hands-on coach. He had coaches. So under pressure from the whole country, under pressure from the uh, the board above, they axe they ax two two coaches now now young uh, young Moore he's he's a ex uh, Canterbury man under who, who came up under Robertson and Plumtree who's been around for years and 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 will just go and grab another job somewhere else but but hanging two of your team you know you're a team you don't go hanging two of your team out like that and then say radio and then go and steal. Your oppo, your oppo is the best man. And that's what they have done. So it's a big slap in the face. Also, I think you've got to look at Robertson, and he wants out, you know, besides I say this, but he's also got a young family, right? And that's another thing that he's looking at. If he stays longer, his family and his young children go up into different intermediates, into different high schools or, or to different, different schools. So that's another thing that him and his wife would be looking at. Because once you go overseas you know, and you're the coach of England or you're the coach of Ireland or you're the coach of uh, Scotland, the doors open hugely over there and you rise up and then you are seen as something quite prestigious. Whereas at the moment, you know, Fozzy walked down the street, everyone would tell him to, where to go. And we, we're struggling now, right, to look past Robertson. Yeah, yeah, Robertson's gone. Okay, we say that. You've said it. Everybody's said it. He's come out and said it in the podcast. right? So, so
1: who's, the next, who's the next cab off the rank, Smithy? The next cab off the rank um, that I can foresee in there is, uh, look, I, I go back to an interview staff he had the other day um, with, I think his name was Wayne Holdsworth, or I, I stand corrected if it wasn't, when he said some people are just always going to be regarded as assistant coaches. And he was looking at the Ian Foster scenario there. Um, if Razor Robertson goes, I don't see it. I don't see an absolute standout. That, how, that is how far out in front Razor is for me, Joe. Um, and um, the, the succession plan there. If Razor goes, uh, it'll make them even more nervous. But if he does go, if he, we hear in the months coming up or weeks coming up that he has signed a prestigious deal uh, with an overseas country, who surely, who surely will we ring him? Look, look how quickly uh, Argentina got hold of Michael Checker. now Michael Checker's record was awful compared to Razor Robertson's uh, coaching record to the level he's coached at so far. I mean, he's got to be hot on the agenda, hot on the agenda of most countries, because he's a winner. He's a winner, uh, and he makes people into winners. And that is, I think, the essence of coaching. Thanks to all the calls this morning, Joe. Made a great point there. Absolute great point. Thank you for that. It is 9.47 here.